0: Welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation brought to you by Ledium. Today, we have Lindsay McMillan-Steeman back on the show to discuss how sellers can ensure that their online persona matches their offline presence. Lindsay shares valuable insights on leveraging LinkedIn, creating an authentic profile, and the importance of personal connections in sales. So let's dive in. Colin, the mic is yours.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation brought to you by Ledium. Today we've got Lindsay McMillan steeman back on the show again. Uh, if you missed the first episode where we talked about, you know, the things that sellers can be doing on LinkedIn to be doing things right, make sure you check it out. We got the link there in the show notes. Lindsay, welcome back to the show. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm pumped to be here again. Thanks for uh, thanks for continuing the conversation. We got a lot to a lot more to cover, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming back on. Um, in the first, you know, when we first had you on, we talked a lot about how, you know, LinkedIn and how people can be doing it right. Um, and you know, one of the last things that you sort of mentioned there was making sure that, you know, who you are offline matches who you are online. So we talked a lot about, you know, how sellers can get those relationships offline and, but, you know, making sure that who they are online matches. So, what are some things that, you know, sellers need to be mindful so that, you know, they're not this, Really buttoned up, polished up person online, and then a bit of a creep <laughs> once <to> you take offline.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if you're going to, if anything I could say could help that, Colin, but, um, but we'll assume that all your listeners are pros and amazing and not weirdos and creepy. So, um, yeah, so if you are, then stop listening right now. No, but I, I think with, you know, in terms of LinkedIn, um, I, I'll, You know, I've trained thousands of people over the last decade plus and specifically on leveraging LinkedIn to increase their revenue. And where we always have to start is the way you look, Uh, right? Mm. It's like before you leave your front door you have to have clothes on. If you don't have clothes on, you're going to get in big trouble and you're going to look like the creepy weirdo. So you have to always, you know, I could give you the best messaging templates. I could give you all the tactics. So you're not wasting a single minute when you log into LinkedIn and all of those great things will mean nothing if you don't turn the mirror around and assess how you look on LinkedIn, because all of that activity, Colin, and you know this, you're a power user, all that activity turns eyeballs back on your profile. People see you and then they go check you out. Why? Because they can, and they're curious. So I love how LinkedIn, you know, you and I talked about in our first conversation, how LinkedIn's changed a lot and there's parts of it that are ugh, a little cringy, but what I love that they've done is they've made the LinkedIn profile so much more um, interesting, and intriguing. And they've allowed us as members to put more than just our boring resume and bullet points. And like, I can really, your goal with your LinkedIn profile should be that when someone reads it, they can hear your voice so that when they do meet you in person or over the phone or over zoom, they're like, Oh, that's the Colin I read about. And you have, you have then propelled your rapport with that person 10 steps ahead more quickly had you not put in that personal touch and that first person. And, and also again, going back to the way LinkedIn has evolved the profile, because if I'll tell you this, I, again, training hundreds of people every single year, if you haven't gone into your profile to check it out, like there are so many new features that you're probably missing. Um, I love the featured section. The featured section is a place where I get to not only showcase my expertise and my products and services or a podcast that I'm excited to be on and share with my network. But it's also a place for me to, you know, show a little peek behind the curtain into like my real world outside of my proverbial suit and tie, right? Or phoning time during the week when I'm calling or making sales calls. It's a place for people to get a sense. I'll give you a great example. Uh, about a year ago, I got into fly fishing. Have you ever fly fished before? Okay. I love fly fishing and, uh, and it is something that allows me to disconnect from this and crazy connectivity that we all live in. And I get to be in nature and I get to reset. And ultimately when I fly fish and I come back from it, I'm refreshed. I'm ready to crush and dominate my goals. I'm ready to connect with new prospects and close more business and help more people. And so my team said, Lindsay, you got to put that on LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, I don't know. That's a little too personal. And what we did is we we got went through the prompt and process that I just shared with you of, oh, but we can tie it back to business, right? We can tie it back to how it impacts and influences how I show up in business for my team and, and for my clients. So we did. And it got, I mean, as close to viral as you can say, um, because I got to show up a little bit more personally. So the caveat disclaimer asterisk is this is not Facebook. This is not Instagram. This is not Twitter. So, so you still need to have a healthy balance of professional content, right? Like let's, let's make sure that we're telling your audience and listeners that I'm not suggesting that you make LinkedIn a Facebook or or, or something more personal, but since the pandemic, like we can, we can do a little bit of that. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Oh, Colin, you're, uh,
1: you're, you're muted. They'll fix that. So, uh, the, the, you know, on the last episode you came on, you had said something, uh, about LinkedIn, right? How business has always been social. Well, business has also been always been personal too. Mm right? So like true. It's yes. people buying from people. So I, I'm, I'm totally okay with sharing, you know, those types of things. I occasion, a lot of times I think, you know, I've seen people say like, Oh, on, on the weekends, LinkedIn becomes Facebook. <laughs> now some people take it a little bit too far and, you know, share food pictures or who knows. And it's like, we don't want to see that. No. Um, uh, but you know, sharing little parts of you and like what things that you enjoy doing, like fly fishing or, you know, you and your family or things that you enjoy doing on the weekend, because then, you know, people on this professional platform, which it is start to get more of a sense of the whole person and not just, you know, that polished business part of you that is maybe on that platform. Yes. So I think, I, I think that's a, a great point And, and, and I think people want to see that stuff, right? I mean, people want to know who is, you know, Lindsay beyond the professional, you know, perspective that they get from probably a majority of your content.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And I and I think to your point, I love I love that um reminder that business has always been personal too. I mean, I don't I'm sure you can attest this and any listener who's been in sales long enough can say you, when you think about your favorite clients or the fav, your favorite projects that you worked on is because it was pe- with people who you genuinely liked and, and enjoyed their company. And, and so, yeah, I just, it creates, mo- I want you to think, and I want your listeners to think of the profiles being a place to create entry points for people. Um, I, you know, I make the, I pick on myself. Nobody knows what Owner at McMillian Consulting means nobody knows what that means. But what I have the opportunity to do is to tell my story, to write the narrative, to bring in some of those visual elements, to include my backstory. Because oftentimes it's not what we do today that people connect with in business. Let's say it's something that they that we did in the past, or something we do in the community, or something a little bit more personal that we're bringing to the table. Um, I also love that LinkedIn has allowed us to um, bring in that audio. um, You know, feature as well into a profile. They call it the name pronunciation, but um, I'm always training my clients. And I know you're using this feature too, Colin, of you've got 10 seconds to say more than just Lindsay McMillian Steeman. No, hey, Lindsay McMillian Steeman here, also known as LinkedIn Lindsay. This is what I do. Click the link below and let's connect for a conversation. It's like, whoa, okay. Like this seems like somebody I might be curious to connect with and have a conversation with. So leverage that uh, name pronunciation feature through... Through LinkedIn's mobile app to again, humanize yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and they're rolling out all kinds of new features now that, you know, things like where you can have your own, you know, call to action button, whatever that is, you can have, you know, sort of a, a, a link in your, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a pl- place where you can like add a link and whatever you want that to be, um, you know, to make it easier for people to get in contact with you. I mean, the, the featured section is a, is a really helpful place for, you know, whatever you want to feature there, but let's transition a little bit. Right. So, you know, lots of good information of like, Hey, having a, you know, buttoned up profile. Um, we didn't even get into like what you're, you know, Banner and image and stuff like that, but I think those are kind of basic stuff. Like, have a good picture, please. Yes. Right. No selfies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And, but but how about transitioning it offline, right? Like, you know, once let's say you are using the platform and it's effective, right? You're getting inbound leads. Like, I mean, I personally have generated a ton of business from LinkedIn, but guess what? It was never anybody who ha- has really ever commented on any posts. It's people mm-hmm. that typically and see and then hit your website and reach out maybe slide into your DM send you a message you want to get a conversation like that's typically how that goes um, at least in my experience but my question for you is how do you work with your clients on you know uh, once they get that working for them their profile and it starts to be effective what are the steps that they need to take offline make sure that they're matching who they are online
0: Yeah. So, gosh, I feel like we could go in a couple of different directions with this, Um, you know, in our first conversation, Colin, and I think it would be worth listeners to hear it again because they might have missed the first episode of um, using, let's say, the phone, for example. So uh, you've had our friend Walker McKay on Mm -hmm. your um, on your podcast and uh, and he is the sales king and and reminds me, Lindsay, just pick up the phone, right? Like you can only get so far via email or via LinkedIn messages or whatever the case may be, pick up the phone. And I loved your example of taking an observation on LinkedIn and bringing it into that phone call. Um, you know, a- another feature, and this is in LinkedIn as well, but I see us use it in text messages, but are we using it in LinkedIn as well? I sent you an audio message, Colin, right? To say, Hey, like we're connected on LinkedIn, but I don't know if you had heard my voice before, right? Maybe you had done your homework, but maybe you hadn't. So I wanted you to hear my voice in LinkedIn messages and, uh, through the audio feature. And, and I also, because many people aren't using that feature is following up with a text-based message because, you don't want people to be afraid to click on that play button. So, Hey, like I use the little like emoji that points up, Hey, audio message, you know, quick audio message for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and, and I think it's as simple, I'm all about keeping it simple. I think it's literally as simple as saying, Hey, you want to take this conversation offline. I even sometimes I'll teach clients to, um, if they're go- using direct messages in LinkedIn in their inbox, I encourage them to say, Hey, PS, Right. P.S. If you prefer to take this off of LinkedIn, here's my here's my phone number. Feel free to text like you have to give people a way to reach you outside of the platform without just assuming that they're going to do it or, or know how to do it or take the time to go inside of your profile, click contact info and find your email or your phone number. You have to take the ownership over that. Um, what ideas do you have? Uh, and yeah, maybe yeah. there's some things I'm not And,
1: and about. I think there's, and I think there's two things where people can get a little bit frustrated with this, right? Is like you have on one hand, the people that are maybe super active on LinkedIn and like their inbox is just crazy. Mm. Right. So, and to manage it and respond to every message is challenging so that your message could easily get missed. Right. Just like an email. Sure. Um, and then, and then there's the other side of the people that like, just because you're maybe super active as a seller on LinkedIn doesn't mean your prospects are like, they may check it once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, right. And so leveraging other channels, right. like the phone, picking it up, giving them a call, I think is, is huge. Um, I think the thing that's important is making sure that you're authentic, right. Making sure that you're showing up and you're the same person. So you shouldn't have, um, this sort of persona, of, of who you are on LinkedIn versus who you really are. Um, those should match because, uh, buyers are super smart and they can, they can easily spot those sort of things. And it's the quickest way to lose trust.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I have a client, he is a financial advisor about probably at this point, 20 years into, into his business. And um, he went through. So I have a five-step trademark process called the Profile Transformer, where I interview a client, write and design, and launch their profile for them. And um, the the outcome and deliverable and end result is outstanding because of the phone interview, because I'm hearing the client's voice, how they say things, what, how they um, communicate their story and and what they bring to the table and who they serve. So this gentleman, he, um, he calls me probably, I don't know, maybe five or six weeks after launching his profile, got, he got no formal training from me. Okay. So he's literally like, Lindsay, I look like an idiot on LinkedIn and I know I need to look better help. So he calls me about a month and a half later. And he's so excited, and you know we've like become friends at this point. And he goes, I am so pumped. He's like, I recently landed this amazing client. She's this high-powered C-suite executive, and um, she's she's become a client. So I asked her like, why me? Why our firm? Why our practice? He's like, I have to imagine you have financial advisors pounding at your door to to, to work yeah. with you and get your assets. And she goes, Oh, you wouldn't believe. And she goes, But you know, it was pretty simple. And so he's like, okay, like, what's she about to say? You know, he goes, it was pretty, she says, it's pretty simple. You were the person in real life when I did my research online. And he goes, I'm sorry, what do you mean? Like online? She goes, your LinkedIn profile, like almost flippantly, like your LinkedIn profile. And he goes, so I'm calling to thank you because she might easily be my biggest case this entire fiscal year. And I had no idea the opportunities I was missing because I wasn't showing up as my authentic self online, specifically on LinkedIn. So
1: Mm.
0: I I mean, are you kidding me? Like he wasn't even an active user. He just looked the part. And then when people meet him, they're like, Oh, that's the dude I read about. Oh, that there's a connection point. There's no fluff or frills or anything other than who he shows up to be in, in real life. So yeah, yeah, it's just, it's so important. I think
1: And I think that's the flip side that people maybe don't think about, right? You think about the person who's polished online, but not offline. Mm -hmm. But what about the person that's polished offline, but isn't representing that online, which is the example that you just broke down. And the reality is people buy from people and they do their research online before they buy from them. That's right. And so if, you know, what is representing online isn't matching the experience they had offline, they may question it. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I think there's, and the thing that might feel intimidating, but we have to just, uh, be open to owning it is that it's within your control. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. you don't need to be, I am not, believe it or not, even though LinkedIn's my jam and my, the, sandbox I play and stay in. Like I'm actually not a very technical person. I don't know how to build a website. I don't, you know, that takes a pro that takes an expert. And you know, if you want to go at building your profile the right way and chipping away at it, you can do it on your own. Now, if you want to, uh, you know, an expedited experience. Like there's pros out there, right? Like us, but, but that's not a prereq, right? You can chip away at it and it's, it's within your control. It's not something that you have to have a a PhD or like a super technical background to, uh, to, to achieve.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and with, I mean, the tools and technology available today, I mean, some of this stuff is just getting easier and easier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I just, let me add one more thing when we were talking about offline. um, I've done this, I've always done this my whole career, but I have noticed this year uh, and more recently uh, if, so your listeners on this podcast are, are in sales, they are sales professionals. If you do not own stationery, professional nice stationery and a book of stamps and a pen and mm-hmm. maybe a business card and you aren't physically writing handwritten notes and mailing them to your prospects and clients you are missing out and that's i mean Colin that's probably the last thing you thought I would ever bring up is like handwritten thank you notes when you know I'm this like linkedin online pro but Oh my gosh, the responses. I get people thanking me for their thank you notes, which is awesome because oh. then I know they received it. But you want to talk about being different, leveling up, like go back to 101 basics, if we want to use quote unquote old school, but maybe it's the new school. <laughs> I don't know, you
1: know? <laughs> old becomes new, right? That's right. Well, Lindsay, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Really appreciate it. We're going to drop the link for the first episode there. If anybody who missed it, any final thoughts as we wrap up? And then where's the best place for people to get into your world?
0: Oh, thanks for, thanks for having me. It was so fun. Uh, you know, I think the, the thing we have to remember with, uh, just sales in general is, I mean, again, Colin, we could talk for a whole another three episodes about this is <laughs> follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Your prospects are so busy they're so busy so please like don't forget that one touch two touch three touch those aren't that's not enough it's not enough mm-hmm. it takes time to build relationships it takes time for people to to trust you to take that phone call with you so keep after it. Don't give up. Be disciplined. Have a process. There, there's too many tools out there to have any excuse not to not to follow up. Uh, so I'll, those will be my parting, hopefully words of encouragement, maybe a little fire under the butt if we need it. Um, best place to find me is obviously LinkedIn. So Lindsay McMillian Steeman. We've got a great company page as well. Uh, I am on Instagram and my handle, I was able to swipe it before someone else did, is literally LinkedIn Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. And then uh, we've got a, f- a free masterclass coming coming up. So, MacMillionConsulting.com forward slash crush. Come join us for uh, how to find the three simple and powerful ways to crush it on LinkedIn. We'd love for you to join us.
1: Awesome. We'll include all the links in there in the show notes so that it's easy for you to find. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please write us a review, share the show with your friends. It helps us so we can reach more sellers and sales leaders to help transform the way that they sell.